Welcome to Monday's edition of Hot Takes, a crazy weekend in college football and the NFL as well, as well as a couple of college basketball games that were absolutely chaotic, starting with college football. Of course, Michigan and Penn State, a crazy game there. Michigan was able to hold them off and get that much-needed victory for them. This one's, you know, we talked about this game on Friday. We looked at it as this would be a Michigan type of thing to lose this game. But they were able to prevail late. Yeah, this is a this is a big time win for Michigan, especially if they still want to be considered part of this year's college football playoffs. Obviously, they're going to have to win out, but uh, I think this was a very good first step in that direction. Penn State not a bad team, couple rough losses, but this is this is a game that very possible could have gone either way. Michigan was able to pull it out uh, late in that fourth quarter, and. Uh, big time win for Michigan and uh, this puts them in a good spot this puts them in a spot they need to be if they want to have a chance in that college football playoff yeah obviously they have to win out whichever one of these big 10 teams does win out will presumably get in if there is one that wins out if not there will be a ton of chaos that ensues right around that playoff rankings looking at the other 11 a.m games from Saturday Mississippi State got down 28 to 3 in the second quarter Scored 40 unanswered points against number 17-ranked Auburn. What a game. Yeah, what a game. And even crazier to think that Mississippi State very well could be 9-1 and one this season. They've got three losses of three points or less. Then they have that one blowout loss to Alabama. So it's very possible this team could have been 9-1 and one to this point. Yeah, it would have completely shaken up the entire college football landscape. Uh, just on pure just sake for the argument, I wish they were 9-1 because I would love to see where they are in the polls. Because I, I don't think they're a playoff team, even if they win those three games that they lost by three points. But I, I'm, I'd be curious to see where they're at in the polls. I don't know where they would. They would probably put them, if I had to take a wild stab at it right now, I would probably imagine they would put them probably f- maybe four three or four four ish you think they'd be that high up probably based on the way they love the the sec i mean the sec currently holds the top two lost team in the polls top three lost team in the polls and there's not a four lost team ranked so i mean it's it's It'll be it'll be interesting come the polls come out tomorrow night to see if Mississippi State makes their way back in as a four loss team. I'd they've got them to. I believe they've got three or it might be four top twenty five wins on the season now. It's right in there, and they've got an opportunity for another one at the end of the year as well in two weeks against Ole Miss. That'll be a game to watch for sure. Elsewhere in the eleven a.m. window, Baylor took down Oklahoma. This was not a game Oklahoma needed to drop at all. For the Big 12 Conference as a whole, this was not one they needed Baylor to win. However, Baylor went out and got it done. Now, there was something late in this game there. Baylor was up by 10 points, and there was one second on the clock. And at this point, Baylor had stormed the field already, and they had them get off the field because you know, there was still one second on the clock. They obviously had to run into their play. Baylor chose to kick a field goal at that moment. Now, the... The stating reasoning behind it was that, you know, one of the Big 12's tiebreakers is margin of victory. 
it, that was, I mean, that was, it was a harsh. Little, little cheap, I, I, I guess. I mean, I, it's... Uh, the fact that Baylor isn't even in position right now, they're third in the conference, means Oklahoma State and Oklahoma would both, or just one of them would have to drop a game, I guess, theoretically, but... I think it would be if Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma, then it would... I, I wouldn't be shocked if Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma's got a real quarterback issue. I mean, Spencer Rattler can't play. Caleb Williams is starting to look like Spencer Rattler. I mean, Oklahoma needs to figure their quarterback situation out. Yeah, it's not typical of, of Oklahoma to see them only put up 14 points. It just was not a pretty game for them. Baylor dominated at home. Moving on, Tennessee scored the most points that has been scored on Georgia all year long. However, it came in a 24-point defeat. It was it was a good game up until the second quarter. I mean, it was. It, I mean, they were I, up, I was they were cur- up 3-0, weren't they? They 7-0? were up 10-7 at the yeah. end of half. Or, excuse me, at the end of the first quarter. Um, I mean, I was intrigued until the second quarter. So, uh, this this Georgia team is just... That defense is too good. They are that team this season. They are the team to beat this season. No doubt about it. Elsewhere, Ohio State did not allow Purdue to get their third a third top five win of the season. They handled business. They hung fifty nine on Purdue, which was Purdue has has played decent defense all year long. I didn't expect. I expected Ohio State to win this game. Didn't think they'd drop fifty nine on them though. No, uh, C.J. Stroud looked really, really good in this game, too. 360 yeah, yards, five touchdowns in the air. I mean... His name is getting tossed around in the Heisman conversation as well. And I think rightfully so, because, I mean, ever since that, that Oregon loss, he's, this, this Ohio State team has looked turned around. They've looked a lot better all throughout the year, and I think that they've they've got themselves set up here with back-to-back games over in Michigan State. and Michigan, you know, you take care of business... You're you're going to have an opportunity to national championship this weekend. They play Michigan State, and the line is out right now. Ohio State is a 19 point favorite, which is crazy considering. I mean, they're three three spots apart in the polls. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be played in Columbus. I think that's a huge deal for Ohio State. I think this game is going to be better than we realize, though. I mean, I know Ohio State has the ability to win this game by 19, but I, I think this could be one of those games in the back of the our head that we're overlooking just a bit, and I think this could be a game. I, I think it's possible Michigan State does win this game. I don't think it's likely, but I think it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I think it's possible, too. Michigan State has shown, obviously led by Kenneth Walker there, who is insane. He is, he's unbelievable, but... 17 I'm not, rushing touchdowns on the season. That's ridiculous. It is. There's, I mean, his name is the Heisman conversation, too. And, I mean, there's for good reason about it, too. But I'm not going to pick Michigan State to win this game. I think Ohio State handles business. But, I mean, I would love to see it be closer than a 19-point game. I, I think I, I don't want to pick teams between Ohio State and the two games they have left this season with Michigan State and Michigan. I don't know who's going to win which games, but I do think Ohio State will drop a game. I don't know if it will be this weekend or next weekend against Michigan. If I had to guess, I think it would be against Michigan. Michigan looks better than they have in a while. I understand Harbaugh can't win this game to begin with, but Michigan looks turned around, and I know I'm probably going to regret saying this, but 
I, they're going to be in Ann Arbor, so. I'd love to see it be good. Uh, obviously, history shows us that it will go another way, but, you know, this, this entire college football season has been chaos, so why not add some more to it? Elsewhere, in the SEC, Ole Miss defended home field against A&M. I really thought A&M was going to take that game, but Ole Miss handled it pretty well from start to finish. They got up early, and they never really looked back. Yeah, I thought A&M was going to walk away with this game too, but it looked like the Rebels were a little too much in Oxford. I mean, to me it was kind of a boring game to begin with. Um, that, that Texas A&M team just did not look ready to play. Didn't, they just didn't look like what we've seen the past couple weeks. Yeah, there was a pick six late in that game that kind of sealed it all for Ole Miss. And it'll be really interesting to see where they put them in the polls. You know, there's a lot of, there's going to be a good portion of shaking up in the polls this week. And I'm excited to see where Ole Miss ends up. Do you think there's any chance they get back into the top 10? I think it's possible. I'm not sure it's necessarily likely. Um, if they do get, I think they're going to get. Top, I think they're going to get number ten. I have a hard time putting them any higher. Elsewhere, the ACC game of the year lived up to the hype. It was a score fest, a very entertaining game, especially the fourth quarter. I mean, it was. Wake Forest walked away victorious, but this game was as entertaining as it gets. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was a good game. I don't think a lot of people had Wake Forest winning this game. Um, Wake Forest is a decent team this year. I have to admit it now. Even though the ACC isn't very strong, they're they're a lot better than I realized. Um. Big time win over NC State, even though they lost to North Carolina last week. They're going to play Clemson this week. I mean, uh, this team's a lot better than I think we really realize, even though the ACC is kind of weak this year. Yeah, they should lock up a spot in a New Year's Six Bowl. with, with uh, That win right there gives them a pretty clear path to the ACC title game. They'd have to choke these last couple of weeks in order to not go. And I think that you know, if Wake Forest walks away with the ACC victory, I don't. I think it's it's much too far of a stretch at this point in the year to say they could they could make a playoff run. Um, but I do think they will secure that New Year's Six spot. Yeah, I do too. I, I don't I don't see Wake Forest getting in no. to the yeah. playoffs though. I don't think it's I was possible. looking at something. Speaking of this this next game, Notre Dame handled business against Virginia, which they looked much better than I expected them to in this game. But I was looking at ESPN's FPI playoff predictor percentage thing that they they run they love throwing the graphics up there during all the games they said notre dame has a 60 percent chance to make the playoff we talked about this last week or we briefly mentioned them i remember talking notre dame last week i think out of all the teams they have the easiest path i look at the, the rest of their schedule is georgia tech and stanford they don't play in a conference championship if you look at the standings excuse me, the rankings, it's very possible a lot of these top 10 teams lose. Yeah, some of them will be will be forced to. Obviously, you know, Georgia and Alabama are on a crash course against each other, but that one's... M- Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State 
All, I believe two of them will at least suffer one loss. Yeah, at the bare minimum, two of them. And I would to. have to assume that'll kick them out. Oklahoma just lost. Yeah, Oklahoma just lost. Ohio or Oklahoma State is a possibility they can lose. Alabama could possibly lose. For granted, I'm not sure how all how how the committee is doing this. Uh, yeah. Something that you and I don't feel like you and I have taken into account very often when we talk about these rankings, though, is the eye test, which I think is the biggest reason Cincinnati isn't in at the moment, at least. I think it's a that eye test of- is not. It's not appealing. It it really. It, and for granted, Alabama's eye test isn't appealing this year either. If we're going off eye test, Bama's eye test is in the gutter, in my opinion, at least. I mean. You have that loss to A&M, that close call with Florida, let Tennessee get into it towards the end of or during that game. I mean, how about that Florida game this weekend though? Samford oh, gave them crazy. a run for their money. I, and that was I was I was inside of Jordan Hare watching. They kept showing that game on the JumboTron and I was like this this is the day that Dan Mullen loses his job right here. And you know, they won the game. They still allowed 52 points to Samford. But I, re- I really, I'm, I would be shocked if he's their head coach next season. I wouldn't either. Hey, you're welcome to come back and be our defensive coordinator. I like our, I like Arnett. Arnett's. I have a feeling Arnett's going to go somewhere. He could. He's probably getting off for somewhere. He's really good. Um, elsewhere in college football, Oregon took care of business Saturday night. Arkansas won a crazy overtime game. LSU threw a pick on the first drive of overtime, and immediately that was. Pretty much the game. They lost a night game in Baton Rouge. Doesn't happen often. Oklahoma State took care of business after TCU beat Baylor last week. And we talked briefly about Baylor looking ahead, and they they went ahead. They took care of business against Oklahoma. So if they were looking ahead, they they beat Oklahoma. But obviously that loss to TCU could cost them a, a real shot at, at a Big 12 title. Yeah, just, uh, it's crazy year in football. I feel like it might be one of the crazier years we've had in a while. I agree. It's, it has been bananas. And we will for sure cover Wednesday. We'll talk about the new playoff poll rankings and start looking ahead to the weekend. But moving over to the NFL now, starting with the noon games on Sunday. The Titans and Saints was a close one. That was a battle. Titans walked away the victorious. They've won six straight in a row, I believe now. Yeah, six, six in a row. That is the longest winning streak in the NFL. The Titans have not really missed a beat since they lost Eric Henry. No, they haven't, which is rather impressive to me. And we're not seeing a whole lot of this team. Just like gets wins. There's nothing flashy or special about them. They just win, which is kind of Im- odd. That's important it is, but it's it's odd for an NFL team. You usually have that flashy player that is on the highlight reel every single weekend, which was Derrick Henry. But the, uh, this team just has the will to win. Yeah, no doubt about it. They they sit atop the AFC for good reason. And, and you know, obviously Derrick Henry will be one, one to watch over the next several weeks because, you know, he's not out for the season. He could be out for the regular season. But if they get a first-round bye in the playoffs, it wouldn't shock me if he's back in the divisional round. Or maybe, I mean, week 17, week 18 at the latest, he could be, or at the earliest, he could be back there. 
Elsewhere, the Colts survived a scare from the Jaguars. Jaguars looked to win two in a row. They were unable to do that. The Colts starting to piece it together, too. You know, that AFC South was, you know, the Colts were 3-5, and five, and you were looking at this Colts team, they were like, you know, they're not a bad 3-5 and five team, but... Look at the rest of their schedule, though. <laughs> they got the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Patriots, the Cardinals, and the Raiders still. But they also play the Texans and the Jaguars. 2-5. and five. That's a seven and ten season, and that's good enough for the second best team in the AFC South. This, I mean, this Colts team just—they're—they're they're kind of like the Titans. They're getting wins. They're obviously not nearly as good as the Titans, but I mean, they're—they're they're getting wins, and they really—they just aren't that good either. They just find find a way somehow, and one team that really found a way this weekend, my New England Patriots. They didn't find a way. They blew out the Browns. Oh my <laughs> lord, Mac Jones, go off! He had a game. He was he was. It looked like watching Tom Brady back there throw throw, throw the football. Mm. It really did. I, I might butcher this name, but Ramondre Stevenson the, also yeah, went off. Mm-hmm. Ramondre had a great game. No Damian Harris, no JJ Taylor in the backfield there. So it was all Ramondre really. New England loves to run that split backfield where they just have whoever playing and running back five but. yards a carry. I mean, you can't beat that. Mac was Mac's ball placement this weekend was unbelievable too. Some of the throws that he made was just like insane. He should be like the player we thought he was going to turn into. Almost like we're geniuses here. <laughs> don't, don't know what happened there. You're telling me we're good at our jobs. Uh, that's, that's hard to believe. <laughs> I know, but New England has they've moved up into the sixty in the AFC. They really do look like a playoff team this year. And listen, New England's one of those teams where they're not. They're a good team in the NFL. They're not a great team. They're not. Uh, like a, a really flashy, incredible team, but they're good enough to where they will get at least a wild card spot this year. They, and I know you have a young quarterback, but, and I'm not putting any titles on Mac Jones right now or making assumptions or predicting this, but the way you look at it and his play style and everything, he is a little Tom Brady. He is. Their, their play styles are so, so similar. He's under Belichick. I mean, what, if Mac Jones was playing with Tampa Bay right now, who's to say Tampa Bay isn't six and two either? Whatever their record is, seven and three, I think, is what it is. So, I mean, I think Mac Jones has a lot of a lot of potential coming up in the next couple of years. Oh, no doubt about it. And this AFC East is still wide open. They're a half game back of the Buffalo Bills. Bills sitting at 6-3, and three, New England at 6-4. and four. Um, But they still play Buffalo twice on the season. So this, this AFC East is still wide open. Obviously, the Jets and the Dolphins are quite a large margin back. Speaking of, the Bills took care of business in New York this weekend. They handled the New York Jets. And how about the Detroit Lions not losing this weekend? Yeah, but they still can't win. <laughs> they didn't lose. Oh, I know. They had a chance. They really did. Mason Rudolph, though. Didn't, Najee Harris is... Uh, Najee Harris is playing daggum well as a rookie this year, too. I mean, those Alabama rookies are popping off this season. There's a lot of them in the NFL. And they all look good. But, I mean, the Lions had a field goal in overtime to win it. Missed it. 
That is just the epitome of the Lions season. One game this weekend, moving on to the afternoon games. One of the games this weekend that we had circled Packers and Seahawks, and it was boring. It was incredibly boring. The Packers, they won 17-0. to You know, Russ and this offense never really got going. I mean, Russ had 161 Metcalf yards. Metcalf got ejected in the last couple minutes of the game. Yeah, D- I mean, DK was a little upset there. He was, <laughs> and then he tried to come back onto the field. Now, I mean, this was a just dumb, boring game. I mean, even the fourth quarter. I know there's 14 points scored, but it's still stupid. It just it was not fun. Yeah, no. I mean, it's three zero for three quarters. It was bad football, is what it was. Yeah, it wasn't pretty from either of these teams. Obviously, both of them got their starting quarterbacks back. And both of them look to improve because, I mean, even though the Packers won, it wasn't a pretty performance. Um, so they'll they'll definitely need to improve, especially the Seahawks. I mean, your Seahawks, they're sitting here at three and six on the season. They've got they've they have got to turn it around, and they play Arizona this Sunday too. So it's going to be a there's nothing easy on this Seahawks schedule really for the most part. I mean, there's there's they play Washington at one point, they play Houston, they play Detroit. But besides that, none of these games are going to be walkthroughs. Um, I don't even know if Washington's a walkthrough game, but Seattle's got to, they've got a lot to do in order to get into the the playoff picture, which is I and I think they I think they could be a playoff team. It's just they, they, they've got the talent for it, yeah, absolutely. They just got to get it together. Yeah, no doubt about it. The Panthers took down Colt McCoy's Cardinals on the road. Cam's back. He's back, and they played him for, what, two plays, and he had two touchdowns. He played more than that. Well, the first two plays he played were both touchdowns. Touchdowns, yeah. He, uh, Cam's back. Uh, I, I, listen, I have a very hard time believing that Cam isn't going to come in. He's going to get thrown in next week, and we're going to see, I don't want to say MVP caliber Cam, I think we're going to see a very good Cam Newton, though. And I think we're going to see this team walk away with a couple more. This team might be able to get into the playoffs. They play the Falcons next, or excuse me, they play Washington next week, the Dolphins after that. They can win both of those games. Then they're going to play the Falcons, which they can also win. Then they finish the season off with the Bills, Buccaneers, Saints, and Bucks again. I would bet they win at least one of those games. Maybe. I mean, it's going to be – they need to be sitting at 8-5. and five. They need to win these next three games to really have a good shot at the playoffs. I wouldn't that, be those... surprised if they were able to win two of those four last games. We'll I think see. they're going to beat the Saints. I think they can as well. I think they, sh- they should, absolutely, if, they're I, healthy, if they stay healthy and they look good. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Buccaneers at least once. Especially if it's they play them week 18 – so I mean, play them sixteen if, and eighteen. Yeah, they play them week eighteen. If the Buccaneers have already clinched a spot, there's no point in them playing yeah. their starters at some point. They could walk away victorious there. Um, this Panthers team is going to be one to watch. Definitely, we'll see how Cam looks next weekend. I think we're going to see a lot of read option too. Henry oh, yeah. McCaffrey. Ooh. And they play Washington, which Washington took down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend. That was a crazy game. They lost a huge key to their defense, though. Chase Young out for the year with a torn ACL. That's a huge loss for that front line in Washington. Yeah, sad. Um, it's uh, it's that's a tough loss for Washington. Uh, prob- uh, probably the best player on that team, their leader. I mean, he's out. Uh, for granted, this team probably wasn't a playoff team this year. 
but it's uh it's going to cost them a lot of wins come the end of the season. The Cowboys took care of business at home against Atlanta. We'll see. We'll have the preview for the Atlanta's next game. They play Thursday night football. They'll host New England. We'll have that preview for you Wednesday. In the late window, the late Sunday night game, we've been waiting Are the on Chiefs it. back? We've been waiting Are on they it. back? Finally, they exploded. Mahomes, 400 yards, five touchdowns. Are they, they back? Looked good. I mean, I don't see why not. We've been waiting on it. We've been yep. waiting on this team to do that. They play the Dallas Cowboys next Sunday. That's the game of the week right there. That is going to be a fun one. So that could be that could be a, like a fifty to forty nine type of game. That could be an insane. Well, heck, game. after Dallas putting thirty six up in the first half yesterday, that was crazy. Dak, oh my lord, Dak is back. Both of those teams. It's going to be a fun one to watch next weekend. We've got a couple of college basketball games to cover, but real quick, Monday night football tonight: the Rams at the Forty ers The Rams are a three and a half point favorite. Why are they not favored by more? There's been a lot of hype in this game for some reason. There's been a lot of buildup ever since OBJ came and signed with them. I don't understand what his presence is making this such a big game for. I think it's just a, a first look at a, at a former star in a, in a new uniform. Take, take him away. I don't. I don't I mean, think I, it's that big of a game. I think. I think the Rams should handle this I very so easily. Well. For granted, you did. They did just lose um, Robert Woods, Robert Woods, which is their but second leading receiver. But you just got a guy that's supposed to be who can, I mean, a pro can, bowler. I mean, into that role. Right so there. I, I think the Rams are going to win this by two touchdowns. I'd love to see it. I think it's going to be a fun one to watch. Moving to college basketball, there were two big games this weekend. We previewed for you on Friday, Villanova and UCLA. What a game that was. Now, if you if you got a chance to watch that game, there were a few questionable calls late, but obviously UCLA was the home team, so you mean home teams Let get, them get play. those calls. Yeah, Let I them mean, play. Home team will, will get them. UCLA won that game, but that was a fun one to watch. Went into overtime. Johnny Juzang played awful in that first half. Came out into the second half, and I made, he made like eight shots in a row. Just went off. That was one of the best college basketball games I've seen in a very long time. These are two teams that we could see match up again in the Final Four. There's no doubt in my mind about it. Both of these teams are deep. They're both loaded. But I think the the best team that I saw this week was Kansas. Kansas looks good. Kansas looks... I still think UCLA. Really, I mean, really good. There, there are a lot of good teams this year. I mean, oh, absolutely. There are. This is going to be a fun year of college basketball. We saw... The Texas-Gonzaga game, which, I mean, you look at the scoreboard and Gonzaga won by 12, but, I mean, they were up by 20. Texas showed fight in the second half. They put up 47 in the second half, Texas did. Still lost by 12. Yeah, this, but, I mean, Drew Timmy put up 37. That was, that was this, a crazy this, performance. This Texas team, I think w- we need to give at least a month. I know I've already heard people being like, this Texas team shouldn't be ranked number five. Maybe not, maybe so. They have a new coach in Chris Beard. I, I think Chris Beard is going to get this team into shape, into what, at least Texas fans expect them to be. I, I think you need. I think everybody needs to just like hold back on whether they're a good team or a bad team, and give them a month to let them get used to the system and being that team they are, and let's see where they go from there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they only dropped three spots in the polls, dropping to Gonzaga, which I mean, Gonzaga's number one for a reason. They look loaded with talent, 
and it's just it's they've got I think they're the team to beat this year I really think they are I don't yes and no just on the fact that listen I know there's a lot of hype about Holgram and everything he didn't show up against Texas and I know a lot of emphasis was on Timmy but if they can share it I think there's. I think that team can be even better versus one of them going off each game if they can both play really well. Oh yeah, I mean Gonzaga only played eight eight guys in that game, but looking at it, this, this Gonzaga schedule, we've got about thirty seconds here before it closes. But the week of Thanksgiving, Tuesday night, at Tuesday night they play UCLA in Las Vegas. Friday night they play Duke in Vegas as well. Those two games are going to are going to shape the landscape. They play okay. Alabama that Saturday too. Is it or that, it might be Sunday, yeah. Is it that Saturday? They play those three teams in one week. They play Alabama December 4th. That'll be oh, one to I watch. Lied. But Sorry. We'll be back with you Wednesday at 6 p.m. For Cody Blazak, I'm David Smith. We'll talk to you then.